Chelsea's just fucking bugging me now. What an asshole. We're losing! Teamwork, guys. More teamwork. They're burying us alive! Eddie Shore? Oh, piss on Eddie Shore. Old-time hockey? Piss on old-time hockey! You're blowing it! And now, between the stammers, your unofficial Canucks cast, here's Art and Caleb. October 31st. It's Halloween. Between the Stammers is back. The Canucks are rolling 8-1-1 and in their last 10 games. If you thought our last podcast was a love fest about the Canucks, just wait for this one. Oh, man, it's going to be bad. Dude! Okay, first and foremost, are we? is this our 50th episode or 49th? We're close. I think it's 49. I think actually. it might be 49. That's too bad. I know, we're, we're close. we got to pay attention to that. Yeah, that's Moving a milestone. Forward. Yeah. Yeah, like the Canucks Us Stammers, milestone. boys, we don't even know what time it is around here. What time is it even? It is 5.49. It's Wednesday, October 31st. Thursday. Oh, it's Thursday. Yeah. Man, that's bad. See, we don't even know what time it is around That's here. bad. We do know the Canucks are rolling right now, though. Rolling hot. Coming in off the 5-2 win over the LA Kings. Like... That wasn't even a contest, really. What were the shots on goal in that game? Dude, 49. They had 49 shots. Yeah. Um, Like, LA's bad. They're not good. I think we can all say that LA's a bad team. <laughs> the only person who seems to think that his team is good is Drew Doughty. Yeah. He seems to think that the Canucks are bad. Well, Even though when the Canucks actually weren't as good, they still own this team. They still own the the... The Kings last year. Yeah, the Canucks have had some really good uh, results against the LA Kings for the last couple of years, even though, the, you know, because the Kings weren't a good team last year either. No. Right? Um, Man, like, you heard me last night, obviously, right? Like, Can, I was I was going a little crazy. Let's, well, yeah, let's, let's, just, let's just look at the numbers right now. Yeah. The Canucks have the best goal differential in the NHL right now. Yep. When's the last time we could say that? Oh, it's been forever. I can't even remember the last time. They're plus 17 uh, right now, number two. Played the fewest the games Bruins. as well. Yeah. Boston Bruins are number two. Plus right? 16. Um, not only that, but, I mean, they're, they're the hottest team in the NHL right now in their last 10. They're 8-1-1. They're one one. That's very impressive. They keep this up. It's not even going to be any sort of problem they're scoring like five goals a game they've scored five or more goals in five of their last eight games yeah that's insanity it's something it's something and you know the first line which has like it's kind of had jt miller kind of like carrying the load really for that first line Uh, yes and no i mean he's done a lot of heavy lifting on the on the apple front right yeah, yeah but i mean just like in terms of goals yeah but oh. now, like, Brock is in on it. Petey's in on it. Everybody's in on it. This first unit power play for the Canucks is just rolling. And you know what? I have to apologize about that. I've been talking about, I've been doing this preachy thing where I've been like, they should get Myers on that first unit. They're hot. Let them roll. You know, if the power play ever does stagger, I think we should try what I suggested before. But let this thing roll. This thing looks absolutely beautiful right now. Um, it's It's very nice to see. Both PD and Besser slip those uh, passes through in some seams. They're finding their rhythm. They're finding, like, Quinn Hughes is definitely helping back that thing up. Um, everyone on that power play is a threat to score right now. Miller, Horvat, Bo, PD, Bess, Hughes. Like, other teams are shitting their pants. And, uh, I mean, 
Like, like, what can we complain about right now? Yeah. I don't really think there's anything well, we can really... Since our last podcast, they've had one loss. It was a bad one, too. They were up 5-1. You're an NHL team. You can't give up Overtime a 5-1 loss. Got the point. They did get the point. Right? But when you're leading 5-1 to one at home, you should probably finish them off. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I mean, silver lining. Got yeah. the point. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the Washington Capitals. They're one of the cup favorites this year. True. True. Uh, John Carlson was, like, leading the league in scoring for, like, two weeks. Yes. Canucks have had it – ha- it has not been a difficult schedule to start the year. But I will say – they have been some quality teams here, like yes. destroying Florida. Florida, who had beaten the Edmonton Oilers the night before. Yeah. And then came from behind to beat Colorado yeah. last night. The Canucks waxed. They missed me yogied that team, man. They yeah. waxed on, waxed off that team. No problem. That team had no chance. I, I just love, like, even John Garrett was talking about the backup. He's like, the backup just needs to give the goal, to, the starting goalie the night off. And I'm like, yeah, like, back in the 80s, I think that was kind of true. But, like, backups are pretty good nowadays. But, you know, like, well, Canucks come in like a house on fire in that game. Jar three immediately. Backup gets pulled. Bobrovsky goes in. They jar two more. Mm-hmm. Right? Five goals in the first period. And then, obviously, backup's back in there. Thatcher Demko. Solid. Talk about backups. This right? guy came in and did everything. He's done everything this year that you could ask. Yeah. Him. This It's pretty sweet right now, what the Canucks have going in net. Yeah. I mean, Marky's numbers last night, they weren't the best. He was under 900. But, like, he got enough to, to get the job done. The, the chances were few and far between. And those are sometimes the games where goalies, they don't get in a rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. Canucks are just out shooting their opponents a lot. They're, they're, like, that top line's possession numbers are insane. They're in they're in the top 10 in, like, almost every category right now. Top five in a lot of categories. When you're watching, like, the puck retrieval process of that first line is something we haven't seen in a while. Like, J, whether it's JT Miller, PD, even Brock, I've been pretty, like, I've been happy with his play without the puck. Because that's what you look at when you yeah. look at those top lines. Like, what happens when they don't have the puck? Because usually they're... They're great players. Every first line in the NHL has great players. But Pe- what is it like when they don't have the puck? People might think this is a bit of a controversial opinion, and I'm okay with that. But, like, <laughs> I, I feel like Benning knew exactly what he needed to do this offseason in getting JT Miller. Like, I, I feel like that guy's just a zone entry machine. He does not fuck around in the neutral zone whatsoever. He's just like, I got the puck, I'm going in. You know? And he's like a one-man. He does it, like, almost by himself. And to have a guy as a luxury on the top line to be able to do that and then to have a guy like who's a complete change like complete change up in the back from anything Canucks have ever seen in 50 years in Quinn Hughes that's making all the difference right now right yes. pushing the play from the back end and also executing very smoothly through that neutral zone to get set up I'm loving this like I, I am absolutely loving this and it's a mark of a good team I and this is one of the biggest things that I've said about why I thought this team was a lot better this year. Everybody was like, well, their defense really hasn't changed. Like, isn't that much better? That's what a lot of people have said. I'm like, well, when you get one player, like Quinn Hughes or two players, like Tyler Myers, who's he's been very good. 
to start this year. He's been very good. Yeah, and you know what? A lot of people have been ragging on his D, and it's like, yeah, he has the occasional slip-up for yeah, sure. But he does. Like, he does. He's been more than capable back there. He has. People made him sound like he's a fucking dumpster fire in his own end. He's not a dumpster fire. He's not. And what he does yeah. in the offensive end is, like, it has changed this team offensively. Both him and Hughes. Like, they pushing offense from the back end is just something this team just has been sorely lacking for the last five years. And it has changed this team. It has. Yeah. And anybody who can't see that as, like, a, such a major change in this team, and it only takes a couple of pieces, a couple of guys that can do that, because you look at every other team, you know, it's not like every other team, every other player does that. They have a few guys on every team that can do that. The Canucks just haven't had that for the last couple of years. You know what's funny, too, is I, even, like, that loss to Washington, I think, was, like, a good thing to happen, right? Because it was kind of, like, to put them in their place a little bit against some of the elite teams, right? Like, you, you can't take the foot off the gas. And then they go on, they play Florida, and they just keep the pedal to the metal, right? Like, that entire game just felt like – it felt like an absolute just spanking. It and it felt like they were pissed off, like, when they went in to play them. And, like, it's good to see this Canuck team a little pissed off. It's good to see this Canuck team – you know, throw the body. It's good to see a guy like uh, Michael Furlan fight Kyle Clifford last night, even though it resulted in an injury. Yeah, do we know right? about Furlan? I don't. I, I I don't really know. I haven't heard much. Um, I think it. You know, obviously, when you get in a tilt, it's usually your hand. You know that that ended up hurting. But I mean, Godet's been called up. I think it's an easy fix. Like if they need somebody to go in there, I think you just put Godet in that third line on center and throw Sutter on the wing. You know, that way that line's still defensively responsible like everybody wants. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah I, I, don't, I don't see it being a, a massive issue. It's good to see Furlan, though, like playing with that, that fire that was advertised, you know, when we originally signed him. Like everybody's like, this is, this is the player who's going to make the difference. A lot of people were higher on Furlan than they were in bringing a guy like JT Miller. And obviously JT Miller cost a big price, right? Mm-hmm. Like that first rounder, conditional first rounder, I guess, is is a more fair thing to say. Yeah. But you, like Furland, it took him a while to get going. Yeah. But even like the playmaking we saw out of him two games ago, that pass to Sutter to to start the scoring in that Florida game was absolutely fantastic. Like and you know another player I want to give a lot of props to because I've given him a lot of shit over the last couple of years. But Tim Schaller's playing the best hockey maybe of his career right Shelitoff? now. He's He's been incredible, Everybody's man. drunk on this guy right now, and I, I, I completely get it. He's, like, chasing down pucks. He is scoring goals when you don't expect him to, obviously. Now I can see how this guy scored whatever it was, 18 goals that one year or whatever for Boston. I don't even think it was that much, was but he was – he was, yeah. He, dude, he was on just a, a deadly fourth line when he was in Boston. Yeah, for sure. Well, he, this fourth line is deadly right now. Props it, to Tim Schaller for dressing up like Stone Cold Steve Austin for Halloween too, and you can tell he was a fan because he had the skull belt. And I'm like, that skull belt, like you didn't find that. That smoky skull. Yeah, belt. I'm like that. You had that, and not only did you have that, you brought that to Vancouver with you, and it's in your room somewhere. You know. Uh, but yeah, I, I I love the way that guy is playing right now, and I get I give him a lot of shit. Like I didn't think he deserved to make the team in training camp or you know anything he did in the preseason. I was like, why is this guy on this team? Like, is yeah. he just there because he has like this veteran presence that 
Like, he, like Green just likes him, and that's why he's there. I, I, I don't get it. But he is showing it right now. And that fourth line is, it's doing everything we need it to do. Even, like, Mott's been hurt. Yeah, right? sucks about the foot with Mott, right? That does suck. Sucks yeah. about that injury. Louis came in there. I thought he played well. And, like, you could tell he, he really wanted it. And he got he goes in there. He gets an apple, like, almost immediately pays dividends in the first game he's there on that Schaller goal I, from behind the net. That was a nice play. I saw the the tail end of that game, and I was I was like, wow, Louis Erickson knows, like, every shift matters. Yeah. And, like, that's the way he has to play all the time now, though. Yeah. That's just – and I don't know why we need to, like, tell an NHL veteran of – so many years that you got to play like that on every show. It's so weird, though, man. Like, I honestly feel like a flip has been switched here. Like, I really, really do. And this team is playing with confidence, and they have a swagger that we've never seen before in, like, this core group of guys. Like, we've never seen this. Yeah. You know, like, like last year they got hot a few times, but they always seemed like a team that was kind of teetering on the verge of, like, falling back into a losing streak. This team right now, to me, just feels different. And I don't know if, like, that's that's just me talking. I don't know if it's, like, I'm I'm too high on this team right now. I know the opponents so far this season haven't been, like, world beaters by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But they have played some good teams, right? And they have beat some good teams. Um, I, I think so- anybody who says that this team is just going to go back to the wayside and be like they were last year clearly just isn't seeing the way this team is playing. Like, just the size. This team is bigger, stronger, faster, more skilled. Yeah. That's what they are when you watch them. Like, it is a cohesive unit moving up and down the ice. The bar has definitely been raised. Like, no no two ways about it. And do do I stick by my prediction that they don't make the playoffs, maybe fall just short? Yes, I have to because that's that's where I'm at. You can always change it. Can I? I don't know. Yeah, you can, always, no. you can always say, hey, I was wrong. I'm not going to change it after... Um, I think you should. You know, a 10-game stretch or whatever. I think it... Dude, no. the hottest team in the league? Yeah. You, yeah. Like, even if their goal scoring slows down marginally, right? It probably will. It's hard yeah. to sustain this. But, I mean, and 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 right now, it just seems like everybody's scoring more goals. The goalies aren't... And at the beginning of the season, right? Goalies aren't as, always as dialed as, in as they get when it comes, like, December. Yeah. Um, But... The Canucks. Like, dude, I don't see the Canucks averaging under three goals a game. And to me, three goals a game is enough usually to make playoffs. Like, most NHL games end in 3-2. And if you're above that metric, you usually can make it. So that's, yeah, those are advanced stats. Those are just, like, stats. Goal yeah, score, I mean, goals, it's not even yeah, it's yeah. not even an advanced stat. Yeah, no, it's not. It's just, yeah, that's, that's just math. Yeah. That's just math. Yeah, and then, like, fancy stats are kicking ass in, right? Yeah. Like, Corsi 4. Yeah. I, it's just, I, I like, I don't know, man. I just, I, don't, I just feel I, like this team I've is going to do it. And I've never looked at that stuff. But I can look at the team and be like, this team's really tough to play against. Like, they're big, they're fast, and they have a first line that that makes you play, like, like scared. Like, you're those other teams are scared of that first line now. Yeah. And then you got a first unit power play that is just, Completely transformed. Sixth best in the league right now. Completely transformed yeah. with Quinn Hughes act there. Yeah. Uh, NHL.com had uh, a stat here. Uh, Quinn, U- Quinn Hughes, since being put on the number one power play, the Canucks are 8-3-1 and one this season with him on the, uh, on, on the first unit power play. Like, that's... Cause that doesn't I, make any sense because that's all 12 games. And he didn't start 
the season on the first unit power play. Okay, I, I'm getting those numbers from NHL.com. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they farmed it, yeah. is all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> uh, 4-0-1 since putting them on the uh, first on unit. On the first unit. Play. That yeah. makes more sense. 8-3-1 and this season. That's, yeah. who, that's where they are. Yeah. Eight, three, and one. Sorry, I read that wrong. That's my it's fault. all good, Art. Yeah, way hey. to call me out. Yeah, uh, but I think that yes. Remember, we said last year that the reason they didn't make the playoffs. I think you said this. You barked this tree up a thousand times, saying they didn't make it because of their power play. Yeah. Well, their power play right now with Quinn Hughes on it, like that, that is something that can drive them to a playoff spot. Not only that, but like the the. Scoring in tight, which was another big thing that I was yelling about all season, and and they are getting those greasy goals, right? Yeah. Vertanen got one, not last game, but the game before, just driving the net, getting there and poking it in, right? Uh, Miller, Horvat are doing tips. Like, when is the last time we've seen a guy who can consistently tip a fucking puck in the net? Yeah. Ryan Kessler, ladies and gentlemen, was the last time we saw that. Yeah. And that's huge. It's massive. Another sign of a good team for me is teams a team that can win on the road and at home. Yeah. You have to take care of business at home. Canucks are 4 0 and one Remember last year they had a stretch where they weren't, like, I don't know how many games they had where they were well under 500 at home. Yeah. At home. At home. At home. Yeah, and it just didn't make it. I'm like, what is going on? You have to take care of business at home. Speaking of at home, did you see the video that was floating around, the, the on-ice beginning-of-season video? With like the White Walker, Game of Thrones bad guys. We should put a link to it in this. Uh, if you haven't seen it, we'll put a link to the Canucks tweet of it. My God. It's pretty good. In Did the, I think that video had some nice touches? Yeah. Like, no, Sedin's throwing out the puck. I love that. I love Gino Ojek with the hit from the from the bench. The back of the Canucks legend jerseys on, on the bench. And and just the rivals, you know. Like when we saw the uh, the White Walker bad team. You saw all, like, the the nice uh, rivalries that the Canucks had had in playoff years. We saw the Dallas Stars back in the Luongo heyday, a really memorable series. You saw Chicago Blackhawks, uh, Boston Bruins, of course, which stings. But then, you know, we see the Toronto Maple Leafs, who everybody should hate if you don't sort your life out. And then, um, you know, like, Petey takes the final shot on a St. Louis Blues goalie. And I, I just, whoever whoever came up with that, Fucking fantastic. And 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 you know, like we've we have given Canucks PR and their like media team shit of saying like you've never come up with anything original. You you don't do that, you don't do this. I You think you're better than you are. That's, yeah, you that's think what, that's you my, think you're better than problem. you are, is yeah. what Art says. I just think they they haven't really done much. This is by far the best thing I've seen them do in I, I it might be even be the best thing I've ever seen them do. I really like the video. That would get me so pumped in game, and I can't wait to see that in game. They should play that in game. It is in game. It It is in game. Yeah, okay. I like that. That should be like the intro. That is the intro. That's the intro. That's awesome. Uh, I'm in. I'm both throwing the flag down, staking home. Like, unreal job. Yeah. Game of Thrones esque, right? Oh, it's just, it's just so perfect, dude. The Furlan part where he lays the boom on the player and puts him through the glass, like the ode to Linden there. Yeah. Right I, at the beginning of the video, when they're all walking to the dressing room, and there's that towel that's sitting on that wooden arch, and the two guys who've been there, right, like Tanev and Edler, that's that kind of their moment in the video where they walk by and they look down at that towel, being like, "We're fucking getting back here." Yeah, just like so many little subtleties in that video that are, are just absolutely perfect. Well, you know what, and 
Maybe you don't like this, but they also took two of the most popular things in pop culture right now. They took Game of Thrones and they took the music from the Marvel's Avengers and put them in, put it into that movie. Two of the most popular things in pop culture going right yeah, now. Yeah, which mean, which is like genius to put that. It's just it's just really well made video. It yeah, really and is. even even yeah. Petey's eyes when he lets that clapper go right, like yeah. his eyes turn that like White Walker kind of blue. Yeah. Ah. Oh, it so is, good. It's it's subtly good. Yeah. Subtly good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's so, the best thing they've done. I, I think in in I can't even remember a better video that 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 team PR group has has done. Yeah. Um I love the Johnny Canuck stuff back in the day. You know, but this is They also had a video where like the very first video when they were doing like the grouse grind, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. But they kind of beat that to death, I thought they did. a little bit. Yeah. But when that first came out, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, it's uh, it's a nice piece of marketing there. Uh, the Canucks, uh, the next, well, okay. First, before I get into the, what they're what coming up next, though, detractors at this point, they haven't played a tough schedule. Last year, the Canucks, I think they started off pretty hot as well, you know, and then it kind of just went downhill. That that's that's what the detractors will say at this point. Yeah, man, but like. Whereas we're ready to, uh, you know, like put the playoff parade going here. We're ready to buy. You're tickets right. You're the right. Flat. The detractors will say they haven't played that much, that tough of a schedule. But their first couple weeks, like to find a rhythm, they weren't. Pl- they were playing like twice a week in their first like three weeks. Yeah. And I feel like like ever since Bo- Bo- Horvat's been named captain at that home opener, I feel like this team's just like hit a completely different gear. Now, if they get a big injury or something like that. Yeah, big injury is obviously going to do something. It's going to happen. Like, that's just the way. That's knocking on Yeah, wood. keep knocking. It's just. Knock again. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, it happens to every team. Injuries happen. Every team. Well, usually. Tarasenko right now. Yeah. Five months. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. Uh, it happens. So, are you confident that the Canucks can withstand a big injury? This team right now. Well, even right now, you know, losing a guy like Mott putting in Louie, right? I don't see that as a big loss. I mean, I like Mott. I think he's better than Louie, but Louie can do his job, right? Furland going out, we definitely lose toughness there, right? But being able to move Sutter to your wing and put in a guy like um, Gaudet, or even if you want to bring in a guy like Zach McEwen, who can hold his own from the bottom and give him a a, a try or something yeah. in case that doesn't work out. That's something you can do. These are right? not major injuries. Though. No, no. Yeah. These, But these yeah. are injuries, and they yeah. have the depth to handle that. Yeah. An injury to your top six yeah. on the wing, right? Sven Barchi's waiting right there. True. Yes, so, I mean, there's, there's, there's plug-and-play pieces, and that guy's ripping it up in, in the end. And this is why you shouldn't trade these guys, because, like, we finally have some depth. Yeah. You know? On the on the back end, we have some depth to bring guys in who aren't playing. Like Fantenberg, if something happens, Fantenberg can step in. I'm not saying he's going to replace the top four, right? And then behind him, you have a guy like Levy waiting in the wings. Mm-hmm. Like this team has some pieces that they can bring in. Are they going to keep going at the clip they're going to go? No, obviously they're a bit wounded. But there are pieces, and that's something they haven't really had before. It, it's not like Magnus down, who are we going to bring in from the AHL? Yeah. You know, like, Magna is the AHL, but he's already in the NHL, and who are we going to bring in? Like, it's not those dark days anymore. There's depth here, and that, to me, is a really, really good sign. The only thing I worry about is is the centerman, if the centerman goes down. If it's, if it's Petey 
or or Bo, then we're in a little bit more trouble. Yeah, well, absolutely. And any team will say that, right? But you, you lose a big player on any team. Yeah. There's no one that's going to come and replace But you him have like at least a little bit of a luxury with a guy like JT Miller, who's played center mm-hmm. for a good chunk of his career, and a guy like Brandon Sutter, who can move in and center if he's not playing center at the time. You know, move God, Godet, keep that Godet in the three hole, maybe bring JT Miller down to the two hole no. or something like that, right? No. So the way that this team is built right now, um, I'm not saying that I'm not worried about it because obviously no one wants one of the best players injured. Of course not. Especially not for an extended period of time. But the depth is definitely there. If a Tanev or an Edler go down like they're prone to do. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to be okay? I think so. Yeah. You know, like that's why when those Stetcher trade rumors were flying around, I was kind of like, why would you trade him right now? No, definitely not. He's yeah. the guy who can step up and play. Right now, he's not getting the big minutes. Remember yeah. last year, though, he was he was he playing. Did step in. He did step in, yeah. and he was playing, tw- and he was like a plus player, playing over twenty minutes a night. Yeah. So we he's shown that he can do that. So also, yeah. like we haven't even talked about Antoine Roussel yet either, but he's another guy who adds to that depth and. And when he comes back, when he's ready to go, somebody else is going to be coming out of this lineup. I have no doubt in my mind that when Antoine Roussel is ready to play, he's going to play. He's not a guy who's going to be sitting on the sidelines. Like, he's going to be in there just ready to go, agitating the fuck out of the other team, which I can't wait for. (laughs) Uh, Jake Vertanen's been, you know, he's got, he's got, he's scored. Couple of goals here. Three goals. Yeah, he scored a couple of goals. Three here. goals and three straight. He's and then he good. was off the sheet last night, but he's looking good. I don't think. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be a pressure for him to score with the way the Canucks are scoring right now. What have mm-hmm. you been seeing from his game? Simple. Go to the net, man. You're on a you're on a line with talented enough players to play the game that Jake is suited for, and that is Jake's great in transition. He's another guy who can get the puck in the zone quick. He's got speed. He's sound enough defensively, and. Uh, Going to the net, good things will happen for him. We've seen it. So I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about the potential for Vertanen. I'm glad he's getting a bigger look. And and to be honest, like at the beginning of the season, Travis Green's like, we want him to be a big member of this team. We want him to be somebody who can contribute night in, night out. And full credit to G- uh, Greener. Greener's given him a chance to do that. And Jake's kind of taking the bull by the horns as of right now. That's huge, man. Like, a lot of people were willing to throw the towel in on this guy. Oh, yeah. Especially, you remember the talk around training camp when <laughs> the whole yeah. training camp debacle. The Watergate part two when Jake Vertanen went, not the Nixon impeachment, but when Jake Vertanen went and got water from his water bottle. Yeah. Anyways, those are just like the foreseeable problems in the future. I just wanted to go over them. Can you open up the schedule for a second? Because yes. I really, really, truly believe we're coming to a point in November where there's a linchpin on this season. And if I think the Canucks come out of this trip with their heads above water, I don't see how they're not going to make it. I really don't. Like, Barring some like crazy unforeseen circumstance. Okay, so they won this first road trip. So first game of the road trip so far. This yes, you know the California run that used to kill them. Yeah, always mm-hmm. kill them. Mm-hmm. Kill a lot of teams. Yeah. Uh, so their next game will be Friday against Anaheim, which will be uh, maybe today once you once you hear this once you hear this podcast. And then it's the back to back. Of An- course, it's just really tough playing in San Jose. Yeah, good to hear Anaheim's finally starting to come down to earth a little bit. Uh, 
Anaheim, you know, they have good goaltending. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Ryan Getzlaff can still play. Jacob Silverberg can still play. That's your lover. Yes. <laughs> uh, he just signed a big contract, and he's performing. He's a great flyer. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, so let's say they get one of those two games, right? Yeah. Hopefully both. You never yeah. know. San Jose's not playing Dude, they very could, well. They could easily sweep this trip. Like, that's not outside the realm of possibility. With the way that they're playing and the way a team like San Jose is faltering yeah. and the goaltending that they're getting, right? Like, we're going to see Markey and Demko um, start this weekend. That fires the team up too, right? Like you always want to play good for your goaltender, regardless of 100%. starter or backup. Yeah. So imagine if they got, get both those games. What is it going to take for people to get on board with this team? What I'm is telling it you, take? I, what is like, it take? I truly believe it's this road trip coming up in November that's a bit of a murderer's row. Okay. Let's talk about it then. So after this trip, then it starts to. The Canucks play some solid teams at home. They play the Blues, they play the Jets, or they have to play at the Jets at yeah. Chicago. That's never easy playing, you know, in that that division. Uh, then they have a nice little run of home games. Colorado, I'm interested to see this team against Colorado. Yeah. Remember how awesome it was last year? Landeskog's out right now, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. Colorado's fucking No, I, I agree. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. that's he's a good player. And I really like Landeskog, actually. Yeah. He, I wouldn't call him my lover. Or, but He's a weapon. He's, he's great. Uh, so... Let's just get through that. There's a homestand, and then this is the road trip you're talking about. Yes, it's near the is, end. Yeah, this, this is the, the hardest road trip they're going to have all season, yeah, okay. by so far. We are really looking ahead here, but yeah. whatever. End uh, of the month, end of November. Yeah. So uh, it starts on the 19th. It's at Dallas, at Nashville, at Washington, at Philadelphia, at Pittsburgh, at Edmonton. So this is one, two. This is a span of over. This is two weeks on the road. Full, like almost a full 10 days on the You road. know what I love about this, though? There's no back-to-back. That's nice. Right? Yeah. And then yeah. they get the, they get a nice little buffer day on their way home. So it's it's Dallas, Nashville, Washington, uh, Philly, Pittsburgh, and they all play them once every two days. So they get in a nice rhythm there. And then they're heading home, and then they get two days off, and they got to face an Oilers team. But they will be a little more rested. But, like, that's not an easy run. Yeah, Dallas is underachieving. They're a better team – than they are. Mm-hmm. Nashville Nashville's as good looks as like, they're good. They're yeah, good. Yeah. Nashville looks like they could be a contender this year. Yeah. Washington is a contender. Yeah. No no two ways about it. Yeah. Philly is interesting. We had like I mean the the last time we played them this year, we, you know, batted down the hatches in the third period and held on for fucking life. That was a game that Marky stole us. Yeah. Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. Dude, Sidney Crosby, and yeah. I don't take this away from a little bit from the Canucks, but that guy is showing what a fucking great player. I mean, oh, we all know real. what he is, but he's carrying that team. Yeah. Like, Malkin's not there. Yeah. He's doing it himself, man. He's been awesome. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you got you to gotta play the Penguins, right? And yeah. then McDavid, Drysaddle, who are on, like, arguably the biggest rip right now in the NHL. Yeah, the Canucks, they, Canucks, Canucks owe the Oilers a beatdown, I think. I agree. They do. But, I mean, if if they can come out of this roadie, this six-game roadie on the road, the hardest roadie of the year, the longest roadie of the year, mm-hmm. if they can come out of that over 500, tell me this team isn't going to make the playoffs. I fucking dare you. I dare you. Listen, if they – yeah, if – if okay. Well – Will you be a believer then? Well, if they come out of this roadie at the end of November, yeah. if they come out of this above 500 – 
We go into December. Will you say this team's making the playoffs, or will you stick to your guns? Wait, the road trip above 500 or just the schedule above 500? The roadie. The roadie. Because we, well, I mean, we, we want to know what happens before the roadie, too. Well, obviously. Like, it matters, right? Well, it does matter, because, but, it, like. Because if they don't do that well before, and then they go 500 on the roadie, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a difference. Difference maker. Yeah, but Art, how many games? Like, we have two games coming up this weekend, and then we have what? Seven? Yeah. And four are, four are at home? Five are at home? Yeah. Two on the road? Yeah. Like, they're going to be over 500 in that, st- in, in that period yeah, of time. are playing some tough teams at home. Here, I understand though. that. St. Louis, you know, New Jersey, Nashville, Dallas, Colorado. Those are all good teams. I understand that, but, yeah. like, I, I just think they're going to be over 500 at that point. We're going to learn a lot about this team, though, because – Nashville, it'll be the second time they play Nashville in two weeks, yeah. right? That's and, and Dallas and Dallas. Like that's intra, that's juicy stuff right there. Yeah, because those are good teams, right? And they're going to be. It could come down to the end, you know, playing one of those teams in a playoff series, perhaps. I just think like not to get ahead of myself. Yeah, I I think you win your games at home. You take care of your business at home, like you said before. Mm-hmm. Five games at home. You go even if you go three and two, four and one. And you come out of that roadie over 500 in November, that end of the end of the end of the month roadie. I think this team is is golden at that point. Golden, I do. Said it. Well, you're ever the optimist. I'm just wanting to poke a few holes in your optimism. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, anything else uh, Canucks related you really wanted to give a shout out to? Well, how about this? Boston's the best team in the East. Right now, the Canucks are the best team in the West. <laughs> oh, I see where you're going with this. 50-year anniversary. Could you imagine, Art? Could you imagine what that would be like? That's like my dream, to see this team come back and wax. Ball. Like, honestly, like I, I'm going to start just fantasizing about that every night. And that, like, that team's a piece of business. Like, Pasternak is incredible. He's, what, second in scoring right now? So Behind Dreisaitl? Yeah, so, well, I mean, the Canucks are the hottest team in the West. Are they the yeah. best team? In the NHL? Are the Canucks the best team in the West? Right now they are. Well, they're the hottest team. That doesn't mean they're the best I think they're team. the best team in the West right now. What, what, is, what is the chink in the armor on this team right now? The power play's running. The penalty kill has faltered a little bit, but it's still one of the best penalty kills in the league. Mm-hmm. The goaltending is insanely solid. Both goalies are, like, sitting at, like, over 920 in save percentage. I think Thatcher is, like, almost 940. Goaltending's great. Special teams is great. Defense has been great and contributing offensively, which is huge, right? Edler has been doing it. Quinn has been masterful. And then all lines are chipping in goals. And then the the bottom six, which a lot of people had problems with, including myself, saying that we needed nine nine player like a, a top three line that could score and only one checking line green has kind of shut everybody's mouth with the way he's deployed this yeah like w- on paper though like right now the canucks are playing they're the hottest team in the west right now going on paper though are they the best team does that make any sense at all well landy's out for colorado yeah I'd say Colorado, maybe, but like that's that's what all the who pundits. Is, who is better? That's what than all them. the pundits were saying at the beginning of the season, and at the beginning of the season, none of the pundits have even were even giving Vancouver a chance. Yeah. I'm I, like I I like the fact that these guys are kind of like in a sleeper position right now, even though like even the East is taking notice. Like there's 
There's articles of people out there being like, dude, did you see Pedersen last night? Like, I was already in bed because I live in Boston or wherever. Mm -hmm. But, like, look at this guy. Look at him and Besser and what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you put up points like these guys have in the last couple of days, it's taken some notice. Oh, by the way, the PD hit on Alec Martinez is Both maybe, of them. It's, yeah, he had two hits. But the second one was just like, that was Alexander Ovechkin-esque. That's yeah. what that was. That yeah. was like, I, that reminded me of like some of the hits Pavel Burry would throw out of nowhere. Right? And then he goes and absolutely cranks one into the net after, too, mm-hmm. off a beauty pass. Yeah. No, it's exciting Fuck. right now. This team, if anything, this team is really, really fun to watch. They're putting up goals. It's it's awesome. It, it really is awesome to watch. So I just want you to say it, man. What do you want me to say? After the roadie, will you say it? If they if they come out of that roadie pretty unscathed, will you say it? Yeah. Please. Well, let's just see how it goes. Please, man. Right. Well, because it's still we're only <laughs> we're only a month into the season. Yeah. No, I get it. Right. A yeah, season is not made yeah, in a month. Right. Yeah. yeah hey. Hey. You're right. You're Season's right. Season's not but made yeah, in a month. At, at the end of November, we'll be two months in. Do they look like a team that could make the playoffs? Yes. They do look like a team that could make the playoffs. Fuck. Oh. Is that sitting on the fence? No, no, no. You're right. Like, yeah, I mean, but yeah. just like how exciting is that? I know. I I it just I in this off this off season here, the run the Raptors went on, and it just it just reminded me of what it was like to go to the playoff, like watch playoff games again, right? Remember the bars going nuts for the Raptors? I mean when the Canucks are in the playoffs, at least in BC, the bars will be nuts like it's that. It's just a different mood, man. It's yeah. just so exciting. Yeah, so yeah. we need that. We just haven't had that in so long. I know I kind of need to pump my brakes on this a little bit, but, like, I just I can't help it. Like, I'm too pump fucking pumped. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. All right. All right. I'll try and pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, anything across the NHL? Oh, I just want to note one thing in the NHL. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin, Ovechkin lipping off the Toronto Maple Leafs. He, he, he came out and was just like, uh, you know, the the Leafs have to play differently if they're going to win a Stanley Cup, is what he said. Yeah. I also thought, uh, like, Horvat's comment yesterday on uh, Dowdy and how he heard him, you know, after that first loss being like, you know, um, did you hear what Dowdy said about your team that when you guys first locked them 8-2? to two? And he's just like, yeah. Like, people check social media. People do this. People do that. I think I got get it. wind after the home opener when Drew Doughty said, like, this team had no business beating a team like his? Absolutely. Um, and we look at that stuff, and, I mean, it's, if it's on social media, somebody's going to find it and somebody's going to tell us. So uh, we wanted to have a good game tonight, and, and um, I think we've pro- proven to him we're going to conti- continue to keep proving that, uh, you know, we're, we're a great hockey team. Oh, Captain, my Captain. There's uh, there's definitely a different swagger to this team right now. I think that's something that definitely needs to be pointed out. Swagger, we we kind of yeah. did point that out, yeah, we and point just that out? like yeah. just toughness. Yeah, they feel tougher. Yeah, at least they and they look tougher. On the ice. They, they really do. Oh, I can't wait to see those blacks, eh? Oh, by the way, let's mention yeah, the blacks are going to be sweet. But I like, uh, yeah, the logo is not fantastic with the rink in the front, a little boring. But everything else about that third, that other third jersey they're putting out, like just the simple couple of green stripes is really nice. Well, I remember us talking, really nice. talking to Faber about this, and Faber didn't like it, and I was with him. You I didn't, guys like, both I didn't, didn't like, like it. it. We both trashed yeah. it. Actually, yeah. we trashed it. You did. We did. I was the only one who was like, I kind of like it. Um, 
but always, I will say always the modest. Way. I will say, and this is the this is what why you do so well because you you sit on the fence and you don't have to make <laughs> apologies from time to time. Whereas I always feel like like when I'm wrong, I gotta be like, yeah, you gotta well, that's that's not true. Um, I have apologized a few times. Okay, yeah, but for the most part, these um. My favorite thing about these third jerseys is the fact that the tops are plain. Like, the top of the jersey, there's no crests on the shoulders. And and just those, uh, like, thick green lines. Like, it makes, it takes, the jersey just doesn't feel busy, which I think is works to its advantage. Right. And seeing them live, like, in person, I remember the first time I saw the, the Nashville Predators jersey when they changed it to, like, that gold slash yellow. I was like, woof. Those jerseys are hideous. And then I saw them like in person, and I'm like, "Well, those jerseys are actually pretty nice." They are. They are. The color, <laughs> right? That green is like it, yeah. it. It pops. Yeah, that's what I like about it. The green really pops, and they look. They're simple as well, and there's just not. There's like there's just the. There's no like white trim. It's just nice. Yeah, and and you yeah. know what? I was lipping off like the rain droplet on the numbers, but even that, like up close, you're like, okay, that is actually kind of a cool touch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, all right, Art. I mean, I still, like, if it was up to me, we'd bring back the uh, black and white plate of spaghetti. We're going to get that, man. If you if you guys have seen on social media some of the pictures that have been tweeted out, like the the, the helmet, do you see Thatcher Demko's helmet? And, yeah. And, you know, with the ode to some of the old, you know, the classic Canuff players on it. And, and Markstrom's, I like Markstrom's helmet too. Yeah. Like their pads, like, yeah, we're going to see some cool stuff here when that fly, when that plate of spaghetti comes out. I hope, like, I hope too that the in-game experience during the plate of spaghetti games. Dude, okay, let's clear this up. The plate of spaghetti is the, the flying Canuck skate because it looks like a plate of spaghetti when it's all on, on, yeah, it's on black, it's right? Skate. Yeah, it's Don't get me wrong. I love the plate of spaghetti. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, not, sh- that I'm not sure where I heard that, but I started calling it the place. I can't remember yeah. when, when I, I heard that. I don't, uh, like, I like it, even though I'm calling it that. I, I like it. I mean, it's endearing it's to me. It's nostalgic Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, when they come out, the lighting better be cool, too. Like, we better not have, like, the, the blue lighting or anything. Like, it should be, like, red and black and yellow and yeah, just, yeah, yeah. like, mean. Yeah. Like, everything about it should be mean. They should come out to a meaner song. You know, and scare the shit out of the other team. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, and Furlan should get blood on his jersey. And Jake should get blood on his jersey. And Beagle should get blood on his jersey after punching the other team in the face. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Sticking them in the mouth. I kind of wish they'd go back to the old color schemes, though, across the league. The dark away, the white home. Yeah, I agree. Like, why? Why? Like, is they're just copying the NFL. Is that what? Is that what it is? Well, that's what it originally was. The, yeah. the NFL had their, their yeah. colored jersey at home, and then, yeah. then the NHL's like, yeah, let's switch it up. But I yeah. do kind of miss the whites at home. Yeah. Was- I'll, I'll, I'll go on record saying, like, the, the white plate of spaghetti jersey is my favorite Canuck jersey. Is it? Yeah. Nice. I, I really like, and I've, I've said this maybe too many times, but I think the black was very was intimidating on the road with the black helmets. At least that was just me as a kid watching yeah. it, right? So, you know, maybe I'll see it again, and I'll be like, eh, you know. I'm holding out hope that uh, we see that plate of spaghetti here pretty soon. And we will. We will. Oh, yes. Uh, any surprises around the NHL teams that you want to talk about out there? Buffalo 9-2-2 two, and two through 13 games, plus 11. They're getting it done. 5-0-1 oh, at home. They're these, not teams, like the these teams in their 50th year, man, they're feeling the juice. Is that what's happening here? Yeah. 
Uh, we still hearing talks about Rasmus Ristolainen being a trade target. That's like that's still out there. I've seen that out there. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard a little bit of it. It seems to have died down a bit. I think. Right. Right. But uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, other teams that just uh, on a shitty on a shitty note, like that have surprised. Uh, Blackhawks have not started well. Three six and two. They called up uh, Boquist today. Adam Boquist. I was watching Kirby Dodge, Dodge and yeah. he looks good. He looks yeah. like he's going to be a good player. Um, anyways, uh, but how about Winnipeg? Six and seven. Kind of a slow start for them. Are you surprised by that? No. And then, then, then there's news about Buffalo with the ankle surgery, right? Which right. is a little discouraging if you're a Jets fan, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of felt like they were going to regress. That, uh, you know, like we were talking about the, how the Central were the big, bad, scary boys so far, and they haven't proven that. I mean, like teams, there's been, like Canucks obviously, I think a lot of people are saying are overachieving, right? I think that's fair to say. I think people are saying But that, it's, yeah. funny to, it's, it's funny to hear people say that about the Canucks and not hear them say that about the Oilers. Because I really do think that the Canucks are a deeper team. Oilers have the best player in the world. Yeah, and a guy like Drysaddle who can jar him like there's no tomorrow. I was gonna say, is Drysaddle the best player in the world? Then, yeah. Or? Well, no. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I just think up and down the lineup, like, dude, what is it? McDavid, Drysaddle, and Neal account for over seventy percent of the goals from that team. Yeah. The goaltending on that team isn't as good as the Canucks goaltending. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do believe that if they are for real. Then the Canucks are for real. Mm-hmm. A team that I'm wondering in our division if they're real or not that I'm kind of on the fence about right now is Arizona. Right. Because Arizona's on a bit of a rip, too. Uh, Yeah. Arizona 15 points in 12 games, you know. Right. A couple points behind the Canucks. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's fun. That's all. Uh, that's, that's, but it's, it's, it's like the Pacific right is tough again, which it hasn't been tough in a so while. Vegas, Vancouver, Arizona right now or the top. Edmonton and Edmonton yeah are the top teams yeah and they're yeah they're all they're all playing really well to start this year but again curb I hate to pour water on you on this Halloween but it's only been one month yeah. you have two months like this fuck yeah by the way going this to be... is our Aronson's birthday you think he'd be a little happier on his birthday rather than being a Debbie Downer did I not seem happy I said I was ha- I'm just saying. happy I'm just, we've been on the air for a little while here so I thought maybe I'd ground us a little bit more yeah you know, in send true your, art errands and fashion. Send your happy birthday tweets to the most pessimistic man in the world. This guy, this guy, yeah. yeah. Uh, Caleb Kerber, where can we find you? At Kerbman23 on Twitter. Nice. You can find us at Between the S on Twitter. That's Between the Stammers. Uh, and me, you can find me at Art Aronson uh, on all social medias. And you can also email us as well. Have we checked that thing in a while? Whose job is that? I don't know. I just feel like it's it's kind of a joint thing. But have you ever checked it? That's my question to you. I've definitely checked it. I don't think you've ever checked it. I've never checked it. Do you even know what the password is? I do know what the password is. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, You can email us at betweenthestammers at gmail.com. All right. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. Uh, Oh, one other thing we need to note. Caleb Kirby's actually a very good hockey player. And he plays beer league hockey. I wouldn't say very here. good. Well, you're well. You've had some time. You've been. You were a good player in oh. your day. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say very good. Well, it's you played falling some, apart. You played it's some falling apart. It's all falling apart. You're not even going to let me uh, have my little solo. <laughs> yeah, okay, go here. ahead. God go ahead. damn it. Uh, and he he was roughed up in his last game, but he's a trooper. He is here. He's a little concussed. Are we allowed to use the word concussed? I hit my head. Yeah. yeah. I rang, got, rang my bell. You, yeah, you bell, got your bell's wrong. Bell wrong. But you know what? He's a trooper. He's here. He's excited about the Canucks, just like everyone else should be. And uh, anyway, I just want to give you props there for pulling it out. Same with Art, man. Art's in the middle of a program, a rigorous program. And he even shows up because we love the Canucks and we love talking. So thank you for listening.